Shop all things Cherry Johnson at therealcherry.com. Cherry's World Podcast. Courtney just set me up. He put out an Ask Cherry post, and I didn't even know about it. And it's on my page. So if you watch, I'm about to answer a whole bunch of your questions. And it's candid. I don't know what's about to be asked to me. Courtney, did you do me dirty? The only podcast coming through your beat stereo is Cherry's World, so let's go around like a merry-go. Plug your phone in, make sure it got a full battery. Download it Wednesday, listen to it Saturday. She cover all topics, whatever you after. She got ball players, authors, doctors, actors, rappers, singers, entrepreneurs, divas, leaders, androids or Apple, turn up your speakers. Trying to shoot my shot like the vaccine, whether it's Cherry or Maxine, whether the podcast or acting, she that queen. PYT, you know what that means. Saw you on TV and touch the screen, touch on you. I plead Lucy has got a crush on you. It'll mean the world to get a blush from you. Teaspoon to me, leave you sleep like Robitussin do. So wait, so we've been doing these interviews, right? And I've been looking at you. You got on the NWA shirt, bro? No, NWO. Oh, NWO. what's that? It's a uh, New World Order. New World oh. New World Order. It's- I'm scared of that. Yeah, that's not that's it's wrestling. It's a wrestling. It's a wrestling group. Oh, I was like, I'm scared. I'm scared that that's where we going. So yeah. you heard that they made abortion illegal in Texas? Hey, get what you vote for. Texas is tripping. Get what you vote for. They took Martin Luther King and all Native American history out of the curriculum. Yep, and they and they said they're gonna teach you that the KKK was just a a nice group that's misunderstood. Yeah. And they're going to teach people that the civil rights movement was black superiority or black supremacy, whatever they called it. That is wild to me. And it makes me upset because I'm upset at myself because a few years ago I had reached out to some of my teacher friends and I said, I need to come up with an all-inclusive history curriculum that helps our children who are homeschooled. I didn't do it. I started it. I didn't finish the project. I'm back on it now because Texas buys more textbooks than anybody else in the United States. So the curricular that makes it in Texas is really what makes it throughout the United States. And this cannot stick. We have to change this. That's going to change. You got to about who you vote for, too. That's all. I don't want to get too political, but one party is leading leading all that. So I'll leave it at that. <laughs> get what you vote for. That is a and you know the reason why they're doing all that drastic measures because all these people from California is migrating to Texas and they're scared that they're going to turn that Texas to a liberal state. So it's insane. And so they're, they're, I mean. I don't want Californians moving to Texas any more than they do, but they're insane. Yep. Oh, so this is the first time we recorded since we got the the bad news about Punky that I just yeah you haven't given a statement yet. So I want to know who you. I did. I did give a statement. I really you haven't visual. Oh, um. You know, I had to tell Soleil when Soleil called. I said, boo, sometimes no means not right now. Yeah. 
it's hard for me to believe that it's over. Right. And I don't want to say that I'm in denial, but who would have ever thought 36 years later, and it's been 38 years now, but 36 years later that people brought Soleil and I together again to do Punky Brewster. Um, I don't want to bash Peacock because that's not what I'm trying to do at all. Peacock gave us a chance and I'm appreciative of that chance. What I will say is that the majority of the publicity that was done for the show was done from Soleil and I speaking about it. Um, I think that there was a lot of pressure put on Punky to bring in subscribers to Peacock. And I don't think that's fair. Right. Um, I think it would have been nice if we could have had a billboard or two. Um, But I'm thankful for the opportunity that we've gotten. And I just, I don't know, maybe Soleil and I should have thrown glasses of wine at each other and but we would never do that in real life. That's not who we are. Um, I think it was proof though, to all networks that smut doesn't always win in the end. Even though our show was canceled, you hear people saying it was a good family show with morals and values. And um, hopefully we set a foundation for family shows to come back. And I'm with you. I just, I, I can't see that that's the way it ends. I just can't see. And I'm not talking about from a business standpoint. I'm talking about the way the show was put together. I mean, like I told you personally, I think the the last show was almost like the pilot for the second season. It was such a. I was this was a, close to getting married. Yeah. This close. And, and you were getting married and then um, she's meeting her mom like, yeah, I've been waiting 30 some years to, to figure that. Come on, you can't end it like I've been that. Waiting 30 some years just to give her mama the stink eye, still try to be respectful, but let her mother know on our own accord outside. Her mama, come on, I'm gonna take her mama outside <laughs> and be like, Punky might be excited to see you, but let me explain something to you. Right. You hurt my best friend again, you know what I'm saying? There's a problem. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm with you. I just feel like it's just that's just not the way it's gonna end. I just can't. I just can't see it. I, I feel like you know, there got to be something else. I don't There's know. If, is it a movie or what? But it got it left. It left us with a lot more questions, you know. And I feel like they need to be answered. Well, I love the fact that you said a movie. I one thing I can say is. Uh, when I said to Soleil, sometimes it feels like a no, but it's a not right now. I meant that deep in my heart. And so if somebody came at us with like a punky movie, like, why not? Yeah. Sex and the City had their movies. Right. I just, there there definitely is, is more to every character. Um, the kids, like, I want to know, does Izzy get home? Right. Does Izzy get to stay or does her mom show back up? You know, since moms are showing back up. Right. Does, does uh, Freddie's character go on tour? Does Travis go on tour? Yeah. Does he like come back from tour and 
feel there's still something between Punky and Trav that like exactly there's so much there. I don't know. Like, I, is it really over or I don't know? Yeah. So I'm just, you know, I'm going to manifest and think positive that our no was uh, not right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's and maybe I'm being like, you know, in denial, but I don't think so. I'm with you. I just, I just can't see it finishing like that. I just, that makes no. I think Toby, the way she wrote it, um, pretty much summed up how everybody felt. Like you just can't leave a show like that. That just doesn't make sense. I mean, I know some have done it before, but. I just know if somebody else picks us up, I'd like to have a billboard, maybe a digital one in Times Square. I'm pretty sure, you know, whoever would pick us up. And then I saw like some people said they got canceled. I didn't even know they were back on. Like, a lot of people had no, there's been more press with other people doing it upon us getting canceled than there was about us coming on. I mean, I do feel that Peacock or UCP um, or Universal, I'm not sure which one it is because it's under so many different umbrellas. They did an amazing job. NBC as well um, was setting up press interviews for Soleil and I. But basically the whole month of February, Soleil and I did interview after interview after interview after interview after interview after interview after interview. After interview. And um, that obviously wasn't enough. Mm. Yeah, and you know, unpaid, unpaid. And you know what? I think also, you guys did all that stuff virtually because of we had to because of because of COVID. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, um, 2020 was a rough year. You know, yeah. So it's just but a great year. It was a great great year, but it it seemed like you would want to give it a chance now that we're back open. Because now we get to really see. There's so many factors, so many political factors. Like, you know, as an actor, when stuff is canceled, they don't necessarily explain to you why you're fired. They don't don't say nothing. What do they say? They say, I'm sorry, we're not renewing your contracts. You don't say why? And honestly, we're some of the last to know. Mm. Wow. So what do they do with all that stuff? It's like, what do they do with all that stuff? The set and everything. What do they do with all that? They break down the stairs and it goes to another show. They I don't know. They break down a wall and it goes on a Disney show or you know, one of their other shows. They repaint it. I'm with you. I, I think it's I think it's something else. I think it's more to it. I just I think I think that I think I think I don't think we've seen the last of. I won't say that they made a mistake because everything happens for a reason. Like who knows if they would have picked us up right away, one of us might have got sick and gotten COVID or something. Yeah. <laughs> so and, and then I cough, right? <laughs> so. <laughs> I, I believe that everything happens for a reason, but no doesn't necessarily mean no. I don't know. 
So I posted Ask Cherry, because I didn't know how long we were here today. And you got a lot of interesting questions. We haven't done this in like two years. Oh my God. Okay. Should I be scared? Uh, it's, I'm trying to go. I don't know if you've seen some of this. Some of this stuff is kind of funny. No. But uh, I'll try to pick out the, the interesting ones. Um, here's an interesting one from So Serific. What do you love most about your Puerto Rican culture heritage? Love. Food. You know, food is my love language. <laughs> and food equals love. Um, and I think that there's a, there's a part of my unapologetic self and my voice probably comes from that side. Yeah, I hear it every now and then. Uh, <laughs> but you know, like, like I'm very comfortable in my own skin. Um, and the being proud of, 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 you know, who you are. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not Hispanic enough, but I'm not Black enough either, depending upon who you're talking to. So you have to find an equal balance to, to love you regardless. All right, here's one. Um, real Mike G. Uh, we kind of follow but what we just talked about. So what's your next move acting-wise? I know you got a couple things you're working on. Yeah, I so I'm doing this movie called Pax. I'm producing, and I just produced something else called The Block Trilogies. Acting-wise, we have a film that will probably be in production around November. And um, I don't know how much I can say about it, but I can say that Michael Sterling is the director. And he, I love Michael, because Michael gives me the opportunity to do things that people never saw me do before. And um, I'm a badass. <laughs> okay. It's going to be fun. Yeah, I remember you saying you wanted to do something like that. Yeah. All right, here's an interesting one, um, kind of following up on uh, what we just talked about, and I kind of want to expand on this question too. Uh, style, style, Stallion702, is it possible that Punky Brewster reboot can be picked up by another network? Is it possible? Speak to the universe, baby. I will never say anything is un impossible. I don't actually know who owns the um, intellectual rights to the show or if they would sell it, but you know, anything's possible. Okay. But legally, can that happen though? It depends if, if somebody wants to go through selling and somebody wants to buy and, and both parties are willing, you never know. Anything's possible. Now I like this question here because this is a question that i never thought to ask you before. Uh, was there ever a consideration to have Soleil Moonfry on Family Matters? That's a good question. Steven Ramirez. That would be a question that you would have to ask the producers or the writers. That's not a question that an actor could answer. Okay. I don't know what goes on in the back office. I'm stuck on stage. They don't, they don't talk to us, but I, I think it would have been awesome. I, I think that it would have been awesome if, Punky came back for a second season and Kelly came on. Cause how cool would that be to have both my BFFs on the same show? But Oh yeah. At your wedding. That would have been even better. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm just an actress though. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Oh man. That would have been. <laughs> One thing you can mark my words though. 
Um, Punky, if Punky doesn't come back, you will see Soleil and I on the screen together again, even if we got to write this shit ourselves and do it. Because one of the best things about going to work for sure for me was to be able to look at that little hottie's face every day and play with my best friend. I know how you feel. This is me asking this question. I know how you feel about uh, reality TV, but Mm -hmm. did you see yourself doing a reality show with Soleil? Oh my God. Yeah. Because it's not one of those shows where we're throwing drinks at each other or because that's not who we are. But if we got to just be who, but that would be Punky Brewster kind of all over it. <laughs> yeah. So you probably, our reality show. Yeah. It'd be us with our kids, you know what I'm saying? Living life, uh, coming of age again. She just went through divorce. And, uh, you know, I had a little breakup myself. And so... But, you know, whatever. We won't talk about me right now. We're talking about so I am the bad friend who would definitely, like, when COVID eases up, we're going out. Nice. Um, this is an interesting question. Cult show, when will Tony Rock be on the podcast? I would love to have Tony Rock on my podcast. I know that he is a new father. He has his little baby boy who's so adorable. I would I would love to have Tony. Maybe I gotta find him, figure out what's going on nowadays. In fact, I don't even think I have Tony Rock's number in my phone. I think it's in my mom's phone. Oh wow. Um, so I'm going to have to have my mom call Tony and see if he'll do the show. All right, Melrose Pinky. So do you plan on trying weed again? I didn't ever know that you tried weed before. Okay, look. (laughs) There was this one time, I'm not going to put nobody out there, but I was at somebody's house and there was a muffin, right? A big blueberry muffin that was individually wrapped that I thought came from 7-Eleven. So I woke up in the morning I'm not going to put anybody's name out there, but Courtney, you can guess the story. I went downstairs, got a muffin and a bottle of water, and I was producing. So I got in the car and I got on the freeway. I got on the 101 and I had about an hour drive, right? I got to work. I felt fine. I went in my office. I sat down. And all of a sudden, the first AD comes in and says, are you ready? And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> right? And so I start giggling and laughing uncontrollably. I was like, I have to go to the bathroom. And it felt like I said, I have to. And I might have said it like that. I don't know. But I get in the bathroom and I go, what did you give me? He says, what do you mean? And I said, I ate a muffin. And he goes, not from my kitchen. And I said, yes, I ate a muffin from your kitchen. He starts laughing. Long story short, I was hella loud. Everybody heard me. One of the other producers came in the bathroom and was like, what's going on? I was like, I'm high. <laughs> I you ate the whole muffin? I was eating breakfast. You know I'm a pig. I ate the whole muffin. Wow. So long story short, 
They had to go get me some Roscoe's chicken and waffles. I ate it. I wanted them to call my mom. I wanted them to take me to the emergency room. Yeah. My heart was palpitating. I was freaking out. I don't like weed. Mm. I wanted my mom to call my mom to take me to the emergency room. <laughs> I'm not trying weed. I'm good. Leave me alone. Let me take my CMOS. Let me drink my tea. Lavender tea makes me high. Okay? You are a witness to that, Courtney. And that lavender tea do give you a nice, relaxing feeling. Are you right about that? Yes! I will take my lavender tea and I will chill out. So no, Cherry Johnson just says no to drugs. It's not for me. <laughs> All right. Someone wants to, some advice. Uh, what would you give what would you give to a 40-year-old man that's re-entering the dating scene after 20 years? Honestly, I would say go in with an open heart. Don't make any judgments. Just know that if you're on a date and it doesn't feel right, it's not. And it's okay to um, dismiss yourself at any given time. You know? If you know that that date's not right or like your uncle, somebody's asking you for money or it's it's okay to be open and honest and say, I'm just, you know, that I'm just not that into you. Mm-hmm. It's okay to say, you know what, you, you're a great person, but I don't see this working because after 40, there's no time to waste anybody's time. There's no reason to uh, commence a relationship that you don't feel like you're desiring to have without explaining to the party and being totally honest and transparent that that might be all you want. So for you lame brains out here who don't want to hear me, if you just want to have sex with her, just tell her. Women in their 40s might just be okay with that. Mm. Um, My advice to you would uh, get you two women, one that's really, really younger than you and one that's really, really older than you. Date both of them. Tell them both that you're dating both of them. Stay dating. I mean, this net part of the whole thing. But stay transparent. Let them know what your intentions are. Because you heard the therapist just say women hear what they want to. Oh, I'm I'm worried. I'm more concerned about him. I'm just saying, like, I think you'll find what you're looking for between the both of them, and then you can go. Okay, but you also need to worry about his karma. Because karma is real. What you give is what you get. And how relationships start is how relationships end. So we're 40 now. Don't play with your karma, bro. Just be honest. <laughs> uh, hmm, okay. Some of these are, do you think Punky will get picked up by ABC or Fox? We kind of talked about that already. As ABC or Fox, I don't, I don't. Moved your path for knowledge. So. When did your path for knowledge or self begin? I remember the something earrings in your family matters days. Knowledge of self with my onks. Onks. That's what he's trying to say. Okay. My onk earrings. What, what my, knowledge, my knowledge of self actually started very young. My grandmother. Um, before I started kindergarten, told me it was really important that I knew who I was before 
I got out in the streets and they started to try to teach me who I was. So um, I would say very early on, probably about four or five. What, what is an ankh hearing? Um, the ankh is like, have you ever seen that cross that looks like that? Like I braided my daughter's hair in an ankh. It's, it's, it's a uh, life. It's life. Basically, that's a nice symbol to say. Um, the African onk. I don't know how to. I'll draw it for you, Courtney. It's like a cross with a with a circle at the top. Okay, here goes a compliment. Did you and Kelly have black stylists on Family Matters? Y'all hair was on always on point. That is a fact. Nineties. Um, y'all y'all really did for real. <laughs> I didn't get my hair done on set so much. There were so many other women, but Melanie, her name is Magical Mel. She's my business partner who actually makes my hair products now. She was my stylist. Yes, she is black. Someone um actually just asked that too. Uh, uh, what was that? And just asked that about your hair products. Oh, mm -hmm. what products do you use in your hair? And do you have any advice for thinning hair? Well, I mean, before you ask, Carrie, we did a podcast on that earlier this year. So you should listen to that too as well. Go ahead. Yeah. So the products that I use on my own hair are my own products. They're called Wild Cherry. They are made by Melanie, who I call Magical Mel because she's got growing hands. Come to find out during my Family Matters days, if you watch the show early on, my hair looked bad. I ain't even gonna lie. Like it was all kind of fluffy and thick. And I had this like reddish kind of cellophane in my hair. And then you watched my hair change and it got healthy and vibrant and shiny. Um, Melanie put cherry oil in my hair. At first we thought it was cute because I always smelled like cherry instead of like fresh press. Come to find out cherry is a natural growth agent and it keeps your hair healthy. And when you work, your hair goes through a true beating with a flat iron and everything like that. And so um, after a few years, people kept asking about my hair. So we bottled it and we sell it. And it's all natural products. Melanie makes every single thing by hand. And I don't know if you guys have been following me for the last few years, but I'm on a total natural hair journey, meaning I haven't had heat in my hair since I did the pilot episode of Punky. And before that, I wasn't really putting heat in my hair. After my hair was burned out by a stylist, I wanted my hair to grow back. My hair is fully grown back. It's almost um, to my butt if I would flat iron it, but I don't put heat on it anymore. Mm. And it's all due to my products. And another follow-up question to that, Glorianne, how did your hair care line come to be? Big fan, living my best hair life in a pandemic. Um, the hairline came to be because people kept asking me when I was doing Punky, you know, what do you use on your hair? How did you make your hair grow? Um, so why be selfish? Put it in a bottle and help other people out. All right. Has there ever, realistic, has there ever been a role you really wanted that you didn't get? Lots of them. I think I talked about this, like I went out for baby boy, right? And I thought I really wanted it until I watched it. Taraji killed it. I would have never done the role like Taraji did 
Um, I wanted to do the cookout because I wanted to work with Queen Latifah, but Megan Good got it. And once I watched it, I was like, oh, that wasn't my job. That was totally Megan's job because I had never done the part the way she did it. So, yeah, there's always stuff. But I truly believe that we get what's for us. And (laughs) Baby Boy was Taraj's. And the cookout was Meg's. You know, uh, this is is me saying this, but I, I just find that so amazing, like how positive you are. Like you don't have nothing and you never even... Not even though this thing is recording, you never said anything negative about someone acting wise. Like you never like hated on that person. Yeah, she shouldn't have got, you know, you never like said like, well, she might have got the part because she slept with it. You know, you never hated on. There's no reason to. Oh, Good Burger. So my cousin got Good Burger, Char Jackson, right? What a lot of people don't know is we drove to the audition together. I went in, she went in, and then we went to eight together. My cousin killed it. There's no, I would have never been like, welcome to Good Burger, home with a Good Burger, may I take your order? Like, she smashed that role. I didn't go in the audition and do that. She deserved that. Uh, I truly believe that God gives us all what we were supposed to get. There was a time when Gabrielle Union and I auditioned with each other all the time. Gabby didn't book, I did. Now, <laughs> Gabby books, and I don't. Because those are Gabby's jobs. They're not mine. Hmm. Gabby earned them. She deserved them. And she works hard for them. I don't love seeing Black women work. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. We truly, as, as Black women in this business, there are like 350,000 of us that are in the union, Right statistically you get one job out of a hundred auditions. There's like only 30 good jobs for us a year. Mm. Everybody has a turn. Let me ask you this. Have they, uh, I don't know how this works. Like I said, I'm a fan, so I don't know. Do they ever look at stuff and be like, well, we could use her, but she's kind of more expensive. Let's get, let's not pay that money and just go ahead and get someone that's cheaper. Why do you think reality TV is winning? Of course. (laughs) Okay. And I'm okay with that because I'm not going to do a $500 job. Hmm. I'm just not. Okay. Wow. (laughs) Okay. Uh, What would you be into? Chuck Chuck said this. I like that name, Chuck. Uh, What would you be into if you never got into acting? I would be an architect. That's what I wanted to be. I just copped out and kept acting during my family matters years instead of finishing college. I would have loved to have been an architect or a developer. That's my true interest and passion is real estate. All right. Uh, The house pet, who motivated you to become an actress? Myself. No, I would say my uncle. Um, My uncle is an executive producer. And of course, my uncle wrote Punky Brewster using my name, even though it wasn't his idea for me to play the role. um, I would have never even thought about it if it wasn't for him. So my uncle. I saw one that I got to ask you. That was pretty good. Um, Sorry, my phone kept going in and out. Um, What is that? Well, until I find out, why are you such the coolest woman out there? 
<laughs> my mom is cool as hell. Yeah. But besides from my mom being really cool, yeah, I grew up with, I have a tribe of men who have taken care of me. And I believe I'm a product of them. We got, I got three more. Then we'll okay. wrap this up. Uh, you look so young. Uh, Derek says, you look so young. Do you eat meat? And if you do, what do you eat? Also, do you want more kids? Oh, okay. So the kid thing, let's tackle that one first. I always thought that I would have like 10 kids, really? all different really? national. Yeah, I used to tell my mom all the time. I'm going to have like 10 kids, all different nationalities. We're going to pull up in a bus. Um, I love children. I got pregnant and unfortunately I cannot carry children. My cervix literally can't hold. And so having another child would risk my life. And I can't risk my life because I need to be here for my daughter. Um, who knows? We could adopt or something like that. But having, <laughs> no, bro, that's, that's, it ain't happening. Do you eat meat? Oh, do I eat meat? Oh, yeah, I'm from I'm from Pittsburgh. I eat cheesesteaks and tacos. Um, I will kill a taco right now. I kill a cheesesteak tomorrow. I like steak. I like beef. Right. <laughs> Everything in moderation. You know, I'm not an eater. Since I got pregnant, it's just not the same anymore. Unless there's like a ton of hot sauce on it and some bread. I'm with that. All right, uh, two more. How can teenage actors get started in commercials, film, print, et cetera? Is an agent necessary or casting sites? An agent is very necessary. Please be careful with casting sites because a lot of them are not real. Um, I would say, especially with teenagers, be careful. And if you get an agent, make sure you get a SAG list of agents. That's the Screen Actors Guild list of agents. Only true agents are on that list. You can like Google or do whatever to find agents, but some of those are not real reputable agents. They just want your money. Any agent that asks you for money up front, run. Mm. All right. Uh, will you be attending any conventions in 2022? What kind of, I don't know. 2022, I'd love to do some cons. In fact, Soleil and I have been invited to a couple cons. I don't know. Let, let's see how COVID goes. I'm not really comfortable doing them this year, honestly. Oh, you're talking about like the comic cons and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. I'd love to get out and do some speaking engagements, though, even like in colleges, honestly. But not now. Uh, and I think this this question is for like every guy. Are you single and looking for a nice guy? It's an open-ended question. I don't believe in the institutionalization of marriage. I will throw that out there. Um, so if your desire is paperwork, I'm not the girl for you. <laughs> right. That's that's a whole. It's a whole. Uh, that's a whole podcast. And you know what? But you got, I mean, I don't, we don't have to expand on it, but the business of marriage is not, it's not even fair. You get, I mean, you get more benefits for not being married than you do 
being married. But not necessarily. It depends <laughs> on who you marry, and that's the problem. If you marry somebody who's not evenly yoked with you, it's all beneficial for them, all bad for you. No, I'm not. I'm talking about not. I'm talking about the benefits from the government. <laughs> but that's a whole. Well, other, I don't even want to get. I it. was thinking more like my pension. No, 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 no. I'm not no. talking about that. No, no, no. Oh. Uh, last one. This will be the last one. Uh, culinary, uh, uh, Eric, can I be your chef? Oh my God. Are you the man that I'm thinking you are? <laughs> Eric, if you were the man that sent me those oxtails, <laughs> that festival, ooh, those platanos, Yes, baby. Any day of the week. So like I said, my love language is food. We grew up, we necessarily didn't have a lot of money, but what we always had was a lot of food. And so for me, if you feed me, you love me. I have a friend named Jenny Carlo, who was my friend in elementary school and in junior high. And I love Jenny Carlo, but I love her mother, Patina. And I wouldn't Patina is her mother. Oh, okay. She had an Italian mother. And I will never forget being invited to Jenny Carlo's house. And her mama had some manicotti, some stuffed shells, some fresh pot, like all the pasta she had made. Okay. But that table was full like it was Thanksgiving. Hmm. It was a school day. Hmm. So Miss Patina <laughs> will always live in my heart. I dated a guy in high school who's still one of my best friends in the world, Victor Korea. And I look up because his painting is on the wall. Victor's whole family cooks. Mm. From Paquita, that's my tia Paquita, to his tia Terry, to his mom, Victoria, who makes the best. I never ate no mashed potatoes like this woman's mashed potatoes. <laughs> to his grandmother, Mafea. Um, they are still my family. They still feed me. Mm. And I know his cousins, Elizabeth, watch the show and stuff. You guys are laughing because you know it's true. Tell these people the truth. They feed me. <laughs> so, yes, Chef Eric, let's talk. Maybe I've got a great kitchen. You're welcome anytime you want. I buy groceries. Someone asked, too, Do you? Mm -hmm. what's your favorite Avenger? you have an Avenger? Avenger? What does that mean? Like the TV show? Yeah, I guess the superheroes. I don't have one, but. Oh. Um, Wonder guess. Woman, of course. Okay, okay. Eartha Kitt and, and Holly Berry when they were Catwoman, of course. Yeah. See, I'm um, mixed up. I don't know which one's Avengers and which one. Oh, see, Minnie, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But you say superhero, I would say Wonder Woman. I've always loved her. And another guy wants to see more bikini pics, Sherry. That's what they said. Wow. You know what? So Soleil is going to kill me. Soleil and I just both moved. And I told her after we get settled, we need like some months, you know, we got kids and a lot of shit. We're going to get in the best shape of our lives. And I said, summertime next year. We're either going on a yacht trip somewhere wonderful. We're going to be on a hip hop tour somewhere. We're going to be on somebody's beach, almost fucking naked, in the best shape we've ever been in our lives. Mark my words, it's going to happen. Okay, buck naked? Almost. Oh, okay. We're going to be covered. We have kids. We're going to be a little respectable. 
But I don't know. I was on the beach last year in a thong, so it, it could happen again. Yeah, you were. <laughs> and I showed it, and, you know, no qualms about it. Not. I never paid for an ass, you know what I'm saying? No butt shots. And, and that's part of the reason why I'm like, I was okay with putting it on um, Instagram. Yeah. It is what it is. Nothing wrong with that. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for playing. I'll let thank you, you for playing. So bikini pictures. They want, I'm 45 years old. Can't you look at the young girls who Bonnie has paid for in bikini pictures? Like, why do you want to see a 45-year-old? Why not? You know, <laughs> Halle Berry or something. But I don't know. So Lay and I next summer, you know what I'm saying? You might want to check us out because we're hot now, but we're going to be hotter. Thank you for watching Ask Cherry. If you guys want to do it again, let Court know. I'm always down to play. Maybe next time I'll put a little legendaire in my cup. If you don't know, the legendaire is peach tea rum. <laughs> oh yeah, that's from um that's that's that Bel Air, right? Not Bel Air, um Bel Air. Legendary. Legendary, legendary, yeah. That Michael Sterling legendary. Yeah. So you know what? Maybe we'll do that. Maybe I'll convince the guys to sponsor the next Ask Cherry Winter edition. Okay. That'll be dope. And it'll be sponsored by Legendaire, so that means I'll get some drink in my cup. My cousin wants some of that too. I gotta order some. Yeah, I gotta order some for. So yeah, come on. Well, I'll get some drink in my cup. I won't drink water. I'll drink some peach tea rum, and let's get the questions popping. What up, Cherry? Heard across the world. Welcome to Cherry's world. Heard across the world. Welcome to Cherry's world. Representing for every girl. Welcome to Cherry's world. Representing for every girl. Welcome to Cherry's world.